the words I speak and the words we hear be your words of life to us, our God. Amen. So how are you going this Easter? It's been a tiring couple of years, hasn't it? I was thinking the other day, two years ago, we were in lockdown and not able to gather at all. We had to learn how to do technology and how to do online church and how much we've had to grow in our ability of doing that. In many ways, I, I enjoyed that time. It was great being with my family, but it was tiring. And there's an element of grief in all of that. In the last seven months, we've had lockdowns and restrictions, which we have mostly supported. We've had all the reactions to that. We've seen increased cases and many more deaths. At the same time, we've seen the war in the Ukraine, which seems just so much closer to home than the other wars that are also happening in Yemen and Ethiopia and Syria. But this one is in Europe, and we see it on our televisions every night. And the impact of climate change is making itself more and more known. I think all of this invites us to join those traumatised disciples on that first Easter. The men hiding away behind locked doors in their grief and fear, unable to move really. And the woman acting out their grief and loss by attending to the body as they had so many other times before when other deaths had occurred in their communities. But none, none had been quite as traumatic as this one. They were all suffering from grief and loss and trauma. So where are you in this Easter story? And what does Easter have to offer to all of this? Well, we saw that cute little video, which is based on John, but not quite John. And that one talks about being coloured in, which was filled with life and energy and all the other things that we talked about. Often we talk about Easter as being about salvation. We are saved through the events of Easter. And I wonder what we mean by that. In the church of the first thousand years in the West, and in the Eastern Church, salvation is often described using the image of a child snuggling into a parent. We are invited to plead as a child, cleave to God as a child snuggles into their mother or father. So this is a, an image of the Madonna and child. And it's an important image because it invites us to have the same relationship with God. To be created in the image of God meant that we knew that we were loved by God. And because we were loved, we cleaved to God. And, but we forgot who God is and who we are. The original sin is that we forgot that God is love and that God created us in love and that God invites us to live in that love. From this point of view, the whole story of Jesus reminds us that we are held 
in profound love. The birth, the life, the ministry and teaching, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and his ascension, especially the events of Easter, teach us that we are held in love. It teaches us that God holds us in such high regard that God gave all so that we would be free from the results of our forgetfulness, our sin. In the life of Jesus, we are reminded that we are made in the image of the God of love and that we are of the utmost importance to God. That is what it means to be saved. Salvation is to know that we are held in love by God as a child is held by her parents. We are coloured in with the life of God, knowing that our sin of forgetfulness is always forgiven. Always. Easter is all about seeing how important we are to God, how important we all are to God, and hearing the invitation to love our lives so that all are reminded that we are made in the image of the God of love, and that all might know how important they are to God as well. that 
when I comprehended that, more than that, when I internalized that, ingested that, I became courageous. That is the power of salvation. We have this cross which uh, is starting to be coloured in. It is the cross we, uh, one of the two crosses we made on Good Friday, this one with the, the leaves which represent our grief and our loss and our pain and all that causes grief and loss and pain in the world. It was a colourless cross. But we are now colouring it in with the life of God. So hopefully when you came, you were given a pen, which may even work, if you're lucky, and, uh, but I can't guarantee about that, to be honest, and uh, paper and pipe cleaners. Um, if you only took one piece of paper and you want more, you're allowed to get another piece. You'll see that there are some very creative flowers. I've noticed over the years that we've done this, the flowers have become more and more creative as people have thought about how they can do this. So I invite you to think about our world and what are the places that need colouring in and what are the parts of your life that need to be coloured in. And I invite you to write words or draw pictures or anything you like on those bits of paper or just to hold the bits of paper if you like. And then to create a flower. And any flower that you create will be beautiful. So you don't need to worry about that. And then I invite you to bring your beautiful flower and to add it to this cross as we colour this cross in. And as we do it, we don't get rid of the big leaves because they remain in our lives and they remain in our world. But we overshadow the leaves of our doubt and fear, the leaves of our pain and loss with the life of God.